solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter three. The Dursleys departing. Okay. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this is Potter Watch. This is Potter Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potter Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it um it's chapter three and uh the Dursleys departing. That's a good chapter title. It really is. Um, I it's like t- it feels slow, like the beginning of this book. To like, yeah, like, we've had three slow, like short chapters in a yeah. row. So, yeah, I think she's taking her time because we're saying goodbye. We have to say goodbye. Yeah. I'm fine with it. It was just like last chapter that I wasn't like necessarily like here here for. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't necessarily mind it because I I I like like that we have taken the time to acknowledge all of the things we need to acknowledge it being the final book. Yeah. But I did have that a similar thought. Um what did you rename this chapter? I renamed this chapter. Oh no. I forgot to do my rename. I did everything else. Oh no. I think I forgot to do it because I like the Doug, uh, the Dursleys departed. Um, probably like um, farewell. Farewell to arms. <laughs> A final farewell. Yeah. I yeah I said end of an era as my mm-hmm. chapter rename. End of a terror, am I right? Ooh, Adam. <laughs> um, what about a? Should I sum up? Do you want to sum up? Sure. No. What happened? Uh, you should sum it up. Okay. Not so sad. Goodbye. Duddykins gives it a try. Oh. Toonie lets it by. Oof. That was really good. I should have gone first. That's a good one. <laughs> it's fun. It's light. Um, he falters, then says, you're not a waste of space. The Dursley chapter ends. Oh, yeah, that's great. It's like <laughs> I only really focused on Dudley because that's that's what came out of this chapter. I think you also have a really like lyrical way of speaking whenever you do your poems, which I just fall into. I'm like, yes. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Wow. Maybe I should like do performance as a career. Um, I mean, I guess like. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see about it. I'll consult my psychic. (laughs) Um, I feel like. If you went to a psychic in 2019, um, you probably don't believe in psychics anymore. (laughs) Wow. The truth. The real truth. Unless, you know. Unless they were like, 
Something um, big is coming. <laughs> there's going to be a pandemic. You're going to stay in your house for a, a year and a half. And then they were like, I want my money back. That's bullshit. And then woof. No woofy, refunds. Woofy doofs. Um, my um, first note is a little note directly to Vernon. Vernon, you can stay, but um, don't complain when you die, is my first note. I, I just was very annoyed by Vernon. Oh, I mean, out with a bang. Out is I truly, truly going, going out with a bang. Um, my first note was like, kudos to Harry. Like, I love this for him. He's like confident. He's in control of this whole situation. He's not taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I have that too. Harry's whole added like nonchalant attitude about this whole chapter is hilarious to me. Like he is living in his own world. It's like when someone is a senior and they just check out of <laughs> of the rest of the year. He is like checked out on his life with the Dursleys. He's going on autopilot. He's giving zero fucks. <laughs> He's like, I got this. I've I've got a C. I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, I do. Why on? Oh, go ahead. I was just uh, on your Vernon thing. I think he did get a good dose of karma when the barbells like fell on top of him. <laughs> yes. Yes. And like, really, Vernon, why on earth would Harry want to live in, to steal his abuser's house? Why? Why? Also, why like, I've been doing need something. to leave. Like, <laughs> right. He could just take it. Yeah. Why would he go through the, the trouble of putting you under protection? Like, I am assuming that this is just Vernon's, like, fear manifesting in contradiction with his, like, stubbornness, I guess. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but he's real dumb when it's... Uh, Being real dumb. Not good in a crisis. <laughs> I do like that it kind of parallels the, like, first escape in the first book when they have to go. It's just, like, it's completely different, but... It, you still think about that when you read it. It's very funny. There is part of me that feels like Vernon kind of fits in with the wizarding world as a public opinion. Like, I think Budge era ministry, Vernon is like there. He's like, yes, this kid is a liar. Like, we shouldn't believe any of this nonsense. <laughs> and like, just kind of going with, like, he would just fall into that, like, you know, how yes. most of the wizarding world did. I, he would back them up. Oh, if he yeah. Had, yeah, he would have been like, I raised that boy. That boy is a liar. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He would be an active um, daily prophet reader. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, like, like they say later, he would be, um, even in the wizarding world, someone who, like, follows the establishment yeah that's it yeah that's exactly what I mean um um that moment where uh Harry and Vernon have that like look about if Harry would actually go back for them Harry you would go back 
He definitely would. He would because he's a sweet boy. He would one 100% go back for them. And they would be very ungrateful. Yes, except for Dutters. Right. I, I have more Vernon notes. I don't know if you wanted to take No, it. please, please <laughs> keep going. I mean, uh, the obvious entitlement for one. And just like, I don't believe you, but if I did, I expect the highest level of security right. and care taken to me, a muggle who means nothing to the wizarding world. Why can't I have Kingsley? He said, because Kingsley, the minister ask Kingsley yeah because he's the best (laughs) said Uncle Vernon (laughs) which I'm glad everyone's on the same page about Kingsley like Like, same (laughs) everybody loves Kingsley (laughs) canon canon (laughs) Vernon is even Vernon like somebody you know they're top tier top tier love me some shackle balls Um, and then Dudley really trying to like work up his nerve. I'm so proud of him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then every interaction between Vernon and, uh. Eagle? Yeah. Like, (laughs) um, can you drive a car? Yes, I can drive a car. Oh, very clever of you, sir. (laughs) This whole like interaction and it's so good on the audiobook. Like yes. good day to Harry's relatives. <laughs> Diggle is just like the definition of a Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's got he's like exuding puff energy at every turn. They really picked the right people for this very special job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is high on the order of the phoenix's to-do list right i'm really annoyed that vernon couldn't even shake harry's hand pathetic uh, yeah i just i mean it's like expected but it's still like disappointing Like, I would be, I don't think it would be realistic if he did shake his hand. So, like, especially after this, what we've read about him in this chapter alone, I don't think it would make sense for him to suddenly, like, shake Harry's hand. But it's still, it's still still the bare minimum, and he couldn't bring himself to do it. Um. I mean, I do question Dudley, like, now just being like, wait, you're not coming with us when they've just established that they've been over this plan for, like, 12 to 15 times. Like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to go here. I also don't want to underestimate how dumb Dudley is. (laughs) Like, maybe he just assumed that Harry would be going with them. Like the like the plan was talked about in a way that it was vague or not if Harry yeah. was coming. I do wish we got to know what Dudley's like as a somewhat functioning adult because me too. He's clearly like not okay still after what happened two years ago. Um, 
I think he's gonna be a gr- a good man. Honestly, I I um I I like fan fiction where him and Harry like have some sort of a relationship after everything is over. Um, yeah, I feel like as soon as he's on his own and he has to like make decisions for himself, like it would make sense that. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, love that headcanon that he is a magical child. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's my favorite Dudley head. I thought you said that he is a magical child, and I was like, I wouldn't go that far. No, no, no. <laughs> that he like fathers a yeah. magical child, whether or not he like marries a witch or um passes it down. Yeah. But like imagine him as a parent. There's a lot to unpack there. I don't know if I have enough evidence of like a fully functioning person. It is funny though to think about the actor who played Dudley because we just most of the world just saw him in Queen's Gambit as like oh yeah a, 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 a like good functioning man like almost a Dudley grown up you know he slimmed down he got his head on straight he's still Aww. incredibly awkward but. Um, I mean, I don't yeah, know he, he's not bro. Yeah. That guy is not broy enough to be Dudley. I don't know if I can ever envision Dudley being like good at chess. That's no. that's a bit far. That's a bit. That's one stone too far. <laughs> um, but his like personality is a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, obviously, I'm stretching here, but um, it was very entertaining to realize that that was Dudley. Mm-hmm. He's being a sweet boy right now, Dudley. Yeah, and Harry's getting a little too caught up in semantics. <laughs> um, if a if a de- um a dementor kisses you, yes, it sucks out your soul, Harry, but it essentially ends your life. <laughs> Harry's like, I didn't save your life, I saved your soul. Big difference. <laughs> big diff, oh. big D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're a waste of space. Again, it is kind of the bare minimum. <laughs> but he does it. He does it and he I I don't think it's said like the bare minimum. I don't I don't think it's like he casually is like I don't think you're you're a waste of space. He like he says it sweetly. Yeah, um, it, even Harry says it. It's said like an I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of with Hestia, like, okay. Come on. <laughs> I My favorite bit is Harry's response. Thanks, Dudley. <laughs> They're there. <laughs> um, I already said that, but yeah, just a perfect wrap on Vernon here. Like, mm-hmm. You came how you, uh, you left how you were introduced with a bang. With a bang. Um, and then Dudley does what neither his mom or dad can't with the handshake. Yeah. The sign of a good man. And then Aunt Petunia can't do shit. These are my biggest notes is here with the, with the tunester. Oh, bring down Toonie Tunes. This is my note (laughs) on Toonie. 
Um, it's kind of long. Oh my God. I can't wait. You guys, it's like a whole paragraph. Um, so, well, I was like, this might be too generous, but I think she's just like crippled by her own shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like why she can't like bring herself to even like say anything to Harry right now. And if that is true, like, when do you think that she, like, kind of came to terms with that? Like, do you think it was in the fifth one with the letter from Dumbledore? Or do you think it was, like, right now in this moment? Or do you not think that that's what's happening? I think it probably is, like, similar to Dudley. It probably is somewhere around when he saves Dudley um, that she, like, really wakes up. Well, I don't even mean that. I mean, when Dumbledore is like, remember my last letter. No, no, no. I know. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I, I think it happens sometime after the Dudley situation, because I I think, I I think Dumbledore's letter probably helps matters. But I, I do think you're right. I think it's a lot of shame. It's like when, I mean, it's like what we see now, right? When some people are just racist, right? But some people can't deal with their own shame. So they have to like dig their heels in. Because That's exactly what I was thinking when I was making it. They just can't deal with it. Yeah. So it's like easier just to keep being the way you are rather than mm-hmm. like deal with like unpacking that. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely feel like she just can't she knows that she fucked up and like her sister entrusted her with her only mm-hmm. son and she couldn't even bring herself to get over her own shit to like love yeah. him, basically. Um, which like, yeah, you can't just like easily unpack that. But like, so part the second part of my note was like, she doesn't deserve like a redemption or an arc, but like, us as the reader like I want that to I want to see more because I'm so curious about her and Lily and like yeah what's going on in her head because we get nothing from Petunia like ever so um I don't know I just no yeah some I feel the exact same way but like for her it's like you don't deserve to be beloved because just because you like make a a nice comment like Dudley did like right Dudley is like you know a product of his parents and like being a spoiled rotten kid and Petunia is just like so resentful like and spiteful and I don't think she has a good enough excuse to be like that towards Harry oh no (laughs) Dudley has a good excuse but I can like well Dudley's a kid also right Dudley's not a grown ass woman. Right. Like he's seeing how his parents see Harry. Like, why would he treat Harry any differently? Like, right. I guess, but yeah, I don't know. This part always upsets me that we don't get more. And then like Kershaw like kind of tried to fix it. And it, that made me more mad. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot. Speaking of things to unpack, we're gonna have a lot to unpack with Cursed Child. I I was thinking about the Petunia parts of Cursed Child too during this chapter, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> I've kind of forgotten it. Yeah, I just, so, I mean, I just remembered it when I said it. 
so I need to I like I'm kind of excited about reading Cursed Child because it'll be like a completely I feel like we'll have a new perspective because one we've had some distance with it and two um we've this will be my first time reading it since Seeing we it. saw it on stage so um what do, what do you think she would have or should have said in this moment? I'm sorry. Yeah. Just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think, I yeah, something short, like that doesn't, mm-hmm. that would still be in character. Or even just like, um, which is, I know it's kind of cheesy, but like, you 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 really are like her or something like that like yeah Mm -hmm. or yeah it's just some some sort of reference to lily Lily. yeah she can't like bring herself to say her name but i don't know yeah or like you remind me of her or something like that yeah wow that just got me like emotional (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why that was included in Cursed Child. Like, do you think J.K. Rowling wished she had explored it more in this one? I don't know. I I don't I don't try too and too many questions. Right? I don't try to <laughs> go into what that particular brain anymore. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, that's not a dark place. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. I re- it's truly I can't really answer that question though in seriousness in in seriousness because I have sort of forgotten what it is that is done in Cursed Child. Like I know I I remember a Petunia bit and I remember that I had strong reactions to it, but I don't remember. Well, she like gives him the blanket. Basically, we get this scene a redo of this scene, right? I, I think, and she like says. The stuff, which I like is fine, I guess, but it's like it wasn't included in the book. Like when there was an opportunity, like why are we getting it now? Like as a flashback. Because it doesn't fit in the book. That's why it wasn't there. So it doesn't make sense for it to be in the play either. Like it, like it, it, it would have been like what we just said, like a one. It has, yeah. The cursed child does all of that. It, like, goes over the top. Like, um, Petunia has, like, maybe three words in her to say to Harry, if that. Yeah. Snape has maybe three words to say to Harry, if that. And he says them in the canon book. So, like, trying to rewrite history in Cursed Child right. is just, like, a lot. Like, let let your characters be themselves. But, um, I mean, and I, you know... Yeah, that's just, that's what I have to say about that. I think Draco is done well in Cursed Child. I think yeah. he behaves the way I would expect Draco to behave as an adult. And he gets more leniency, I think, in a similar way that we're talking about with Dudley, because he was like a kid when he was at his worst. So I believe that he has all of this time as an adult to grow as opposed to like Petunia and Snape where it's like it's hard for adults to change their ways that drastically I mean yeah it's 
you bring up Snape and like that one, it's so clear that that is not in the voice of these books, like at yeah. all. Um, like him just being like, oh, I guess I died. Like Snape does not reveal anything. Like that is Snape's whole thing. Like you don't get to know what he would say or think because that's who he is. You're so right. Like everything you said, so. <laughs> So we're done. We're done here. It's over. <laughs> I was, well, I, I'm back on the Petunia thing. We're not done. I have more to say. <laughs> just Go I, off, Molly. Go <laughs> off. Well, no, I was just going to say like the, like even the whole like blanket thing that they bring up in Krisha, which I think is like dumb ultimately. <laughs> but if, if in this scene that we're talking about in this book, she like handed it to him and was like, here, like I saved this. And it was like kind of rude, but like also kind of sweet. Like I would have even bought it in this book. Like that would have mm-hmm. been like kind of weird, but like in the context of this book, it still would have like made more sense. It was just dumb how it came out in the cursed child, which I, I, I can't wait. I can't I wait to pick that too pieces i shouldn't keep talking about cursed child but i feel like it's relevant here it is and it's the closest one to you know like this book is closest to cursed child so it like it becomes oh well and the fourth one alex i don't they have to go back <laughs> time. i don't want to speak about it subject <laughs> degree most important character Cedric Diggory, you know, the guy who becomes a Death Eater. I don't know what I do to my books, but my seventh book is already breaking. You're so I mean, it's not new. Awesome. Yeah. It's but, hard, I think, when they're when the hard cover covers are that thick. Yeah. Just if you like bend them too far back, it. I probably was like whipping through the pages, like yeah. <laughs> and like broke, multiple readers read this, like in my family. I broke this. This binding broke. I, I, it that should be easy though. I can just like super glue that back on. But my uncle sent me stuff for Christmas, like belated, mm-hmm. and he gave me a Hogwarts journal. Oh, that's a pretty journal. And a Marauder's Map <gasps> apron. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I've been scouring Facebook Marketplace for Harry Potter aprons. So cute. It's really nice. It's very cute. Much love. Um, we can, um, it, I mean, I don't know if you had any more notes, but. Uh, no, I don't have any more notes. Um, but there is an owl, but we can do that after uh, our ch- mm-hmm. the thing. Um, I didn't have a quiz question. Me either. Are we just officially putting the quizzes to bed? I think. I guess so. I mean, we don't have to. Like, we can just keep doing it like we've been doing it, like if we think of one. (laughs) Yeah, if we think of, I don't think we have to go out of our way to find one if it's not there. But if we think of one, if there's a good one, then we can put it in there. That's good. Um, 
who was your rat? Petunia. Ooh, a Toonie Tunes. My rat was Vernon. I just hold her most responsible. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and I'm like at this point, I'm like with Harry. Like Vernon's like comical with how bombastic <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was like really annoying me. So oh, I, for sure. I, so I gave it to because I was annoyed by him. <laughs> um, and my champ is Dudders. Um, I knew you were gonna pick Dudley, and I picked Hestia. <laughs> Get out of here, Molly. Give it to Dudley. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just feel like it's not that big of a deal. Like he literally did the bare minimum, and I think it's great that he did, but. Hestia was right. <laughs> wow. Coming I like in lukewarm on Dutter's arc. Like coming in strong. He put some tea outside of his room. He I said, you saved crazy. my life. You are not a waste of space. I want you to come with us so that I know that you are safe too. Okay, you're adding some lines. I'm I'm saying what he said and I'm interpreting as I say them. Um, yes, and I think that that's wonderful for him and he should be doing that for himself and not to get the champ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dudley had an ulterior motive to get my champ um, award uh, when he said those things. This is a permanent... It's in ink, Hestia. <laughs> wow. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, I guess I'm just like, I don't know if I want to give you a ribbon for like doing the right thing. That's what we always award people ribbons for. That's why we have the champ category. I guess, but Hestia did the right thing, but like above and beyond. Okay. We're going to have to agree. Look, Hestia and Deedalus Diggle should get multiple champs. Yeah, true. They have to put up with the nurse. (laughs) (laughs) That car ride is going to be an eternity. Rough. Where do you think they're going to go? I don't know, but I feel like Hestia and Dudley, or uh, sorry, and uh, Diggles deserve a raise. Yeah. <laughs> Already, they deserve a raise. And I don't think they're getting paid by the order. <laughs> no, I think they're like retired volunteers. <laughs> Yikes. They came out of retirement and were like, yeah, we'd love to help with the order. <laughs> Um, how many points did you give this chapter? 105. Ooh, I gave it 100. Yeah, solid. I love, I do really love this chapter. And I do like that Dudley does all this stuff, but. We know how you feel. End of sentence. You've made your, you've made your feelings known. In my bed. (laughs) Um, did you have a tattoo idea? Um, yeah, it's, um, you're not a waste of space. (laughs) I thought about that too, but then I was like, I'm going to do the number four. For Privet Drive? Yeah. 
that's cool. But um, are you gonna put? Have you painted your nails? Um, there's an owl. Hoot 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 hoot. Um, our girl Sophia Summer Camp um, emailed Ooh. us again. I haven't even read the whole thing because she sent it today and I knew we were recording. So, um, hi again, podcast Potter Watch. I finally caught up uh, in the podcast and I'm so sad because now I have to wait a week in between episodes, but I have two more thoughts that I wanted to share. Uh, the first one is the Half-Blood Prince movie. You guys were mentioning how the movie randomly decide, decided to add those twins who don't exist in the books. And for years, I have been like, why did they do this? This is, there's no point, etc. But I just recently had an idea that I think might explain it. So my first theory was maybe they were supposed to be like twin girls that Crab and Goyle turned into. That doesn't make sense because we never see them with Malfoy and they're at the Slug um, Club Christmas party. And so now my new theory is that they're supposed to represent the two cabinets that Malfoy is working on the entire year. Like a little hint to people who didn't read the books as to what he might be working on. Obviously, I don't know if this is the real reason, but I thought I'd share my theory love these theories are the patil twins in the sixth movie yes no (laughs) i feel like they low-key just replaced no they did not they're in the late they're in the uh, battle of hogwarts i know but were they just like oh we can't get them so we are well let's just get some twins i think they just wanted to do a creepy twin thing like horror movies so they put some creepy twins in there. Um, I do like Sophia's theory. Okay. Me too. I like it better than just doing a horror movie thing. Um, the second thing I wanted to mention is that I'm a huge fan of the Science is Magical episodes and, the he- and Healer Poster. I recently came up with another topic that I think would be fun to go into kind of based off another letter that you guys received. I think it would be really cool to talk about the science behind the invisibility cloak. I'm a chemist, so I have my own idea of how this might work, having to do with light, energy, waves, etc. But I'm sure that as a doctor, healer, Posner could take it even further and talk about how it relates to our, our eyes and what we see. Uh, thanks for all the fun, and I can't wait to listen again next week. Well, thank you, Sophia Summercamp. That is an amazing thing. We will add it to our doc, uh, our healer pause list. He will be coming back on soon. Yeah, we'll probably actually do that kind of soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks, Sophia. Um, Dementor, Dementor. That was for you. For me? No, for Sophia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just talking directly to her. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, so if you do have any thoughts about a previous chapter or anything, email us and we'll read it on the podcast. Um, unless we don't want to, but we almost always do. <laughs> we we will. We don't get a lot of letters. We find them we find them very heartwarming. I think sometimes owls like just get lost, you know, getting here. The yeah, weather is yeah, kind of yeah. bad. So mm-hmm. you know, mail is really slow right now. Oh my gosh. USBS. Don't so. get me started. <laughs> I've made several complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Those owls. <laughs> Um, well, in the meantime, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.